today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One of the most controversial pieces of legislation the Ford government has brought through, uh, and we've talked about it extensively on this program, of course, is Bill 124, which basically froze the wages of, of thousands of thousands of public sector workers. And uh, it was overturned. I mean, the Ontario Superior Court said it's unconstitutional. That should have been game over. But no, now this government is doubling down on this and appealing uh, that decision. And that appeal started yesterday. And uh, a number of people were there uh, to express their displeasure. And I don't think I'm putting it mildly when I say their displeasure with this. Uh, one of those is our next guest. Uh, J.P. Hornick is the president of OPSU and Sephro. Uh, organized uh, these protests. Uh, J.P., thanks, first of all, I know how busy you are. Thanks for spending some time with us today on this very, very important issue. Uh, your thoughts as, as this whole thing started, this appeal process started yesterday. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Bill. Uh, the... Bill 124 that was passed in 2019, as you said, imposed a a three-year wage moderation period that capped compensation for all public service sector workers at 1.7 or 1% per year. And it didn't factor in inflation or cost of living. And so when we look at people that are, you know, were forced to serve this in the skyrocketing uh, cost of living and inflation that we've seen over the past couple of years, you can imagine what this does uh, to them, particularly for Uh, younger workers, for women, for racialized workers who are disproportionately affected. These are exponential increase or impacts over the course of their working lives. So when, you know, the bill was struck down in November 2022, it was declared void and of no effect. And as you can imagine, all workers uh, in the public service sectors were celebrating. Just for context, in my union alone, OPSU-SEFPO, This affected 166,000 people. So for the government, when they passed this legislation, they knew it was unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. When the legislation was overturned, uh, they waited a significant period of time, right up until the wire, to appeal it. And it's a completely unnecessary waste of time and taxpayer money and is a direct attack on public service workers who are predominantly women. Well, and not the first time. As we've talked about on this program many times, this Ford government doesn't have a very good track record in the courts. Uh, you, you recall, of course, and we talked about it extensively, one of the first things they did when they got elected the first time uh, was was toss out the cap-and-trade program that the previous government had put in. Uh, they took it, and that was ruled, by the way, invalid, but they took it all the way to the Supreme Court, which cost a lot of money, uh, and still got their, their knuckles slapped for this. And it seems as if they're repeating history all over again. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can even look back uh, more recently to Bill 28 uh, last yeah. fall, where they tried to, you know, uh, rule it on, basically out of, that the uh, education workers for OSBCU couldn't go out on strike. I mean, this is a, a government, and I'm I'm just going to put this very baldly. This is a government that doesn't attack all workers. This is a government that is intent on dividing and conquering workers. So when you look at the workers they support, you're looking at uh, professions that are predominantly you know male dominated. When you're looking at the workers that they attack, like Edward workers or public service sector workers, you're talking about folks who there is a gender gap in what they're doing. They punch down. I need to be very clear about that. But what they don't realize is that, you know, the workers that we represent are incredibly well organized and they're incredibly angry. I mean, what we're hearing, healthcare, education, 
Uh, these are the, the things that connect us, that allow us to care for one another. These, they're attacking what I would argue are the foundations of, of democracy and that also affect private sector workers. You know, when a construction worker's body starts to break down, they need health care. They need public health care and they need it to be accessible and equitable. When we're sending our kids to school, we need a public education system that is well-funded and well-maintained. And this is a government that is, I would say, gambling uh, with all of our lives. I mean, heck, this is the same government that is sitting on $22 billion of unspent funds. And they're claiming that, you know, they can't afford these things. Meanwhile, the province is on fire and fire rangers are down, you know, 50 crews in Ontario due to the decisions of the Ford government. So, you know, this is a government that is very clearly not interested in what happens for all of us in Ontario, but is very concerned about funneling money upward uh, to developers and corporations. Let me ask you about that. I just the twenty-two million because I I had a conversation with a couple of my colleagues about that the other day, uh, and and she contends that what the government is doing here is squirreling money away because they know they're going to lose this appeal and they're going to have to pay out, uh, and 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 obviously they're they're preparing for that right now. Money that should have been spent on other things, they're going to set aside here. For, not not if they lose this appeal, but when they lose this appeal, uh, which seems patently unfair to an awful lot of people and programs uh, that are desperately in need of funding right now. Oh, absolutely. And when you're looking at, it's actually $22 billion in the surface. I'm sorry, yeah. Now. Yeah, and that would that's money that could have been invested immediately into rebuilding an economy that, that's rooted in support for public services that everyone needs, particularly coming out of a pandemic. So we are looking at, you know, this is a matter of government choices, not a matter of what kind of money is available to us. When we look even at Bill 124, it's not as though everyone's wages were capped at 1%. We're talking about a government that was, you know, where we have executives in the public service who were still seeing pay increases. We're talking about, uh, you know, a, a government where they didn't cut, uh, you know, uh, let me just say compensation for executives. We're looking at, uh, listen, that there were, 4.3 billion in 2019 in tax cuts that they offered. There were 4.1 billion in 2020 in uh, greater than annual savings from Bill 124. 5.7 billion in 2021 greater than annual savings. Seven billion dollars in 2022 and 3.8 billion in 2023. So when we're looking at the kind of money that they're saving. They're telling us that they can't pay public service workers. Let's just talk about this. Healthcare workers in the pandemic who were on the front lines every day only deserved a 1% increase as inflation skyrocketed, but at the same time, they could hand out tax cuts like candy. This is a government, we see this again and again. We can even take it down to this idea of reclaiming Ontario Place and making it a giant spa that no one needs rather than making sure that that's publicly available land. This is a government that is not working for people. 
or well, they are working. They are working people. for people. The, the people they're yeah. working for apparently are their, you know, they're, they're financial supporters and, uh, you know, they're, they're donors. That seems to be the, the focus of this. And we haven't even touched on, uh, you know, the collateral damage that comes from these sorts of things. The number of people that you just talked about in those vocations uh, that have left because they can't, they can't afford to pay bills. They can't, they're overwrought, they're over over exerted and, and and as a result that's when the government comes as you've talked about in the past and simply said well we'll just go and hire private sector people uh to, to go and do that and of course we're going to pay them a ton of money and, and on and on it goes so that element is happy but the rest of us have to suffer through this uh lots more to come on this in, in the days ahead and and i'm sure we're going to have further conversations as uh, as this unfolds in the next few days but uh, i do thank you uh, for taking some time with us today jp thank you so much and uh, continued good luck with what you're doing thank you very much bill the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml